0: Hey, it's good to see you today. Thank you for joining our Tuesday edition of our Journey Through Scripture. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, and I hope that you had a wonderful Easter weekend and really celebrated what God has done for each one of us and that that God is alive and well. Through the death and resurrection of Jesus, he shows us how he has overcome sin and death for us and continues to reach out. To us. And as we're going through the scriptures, what we are seeing is we're in the time of the divided kingdom. Um, we are seeing good kings and bad kings, uh, kind of this constant uh, political uh, intrigue that is going on. Um, and we see that people are moving further and further away from God. Um, th- this is a fascinating uh, account that we're going to be looking at today. Uh, we're going to be looking at Second um, Kings, the end of chapter 8 um, through chapter 12, and then we're going to throw in there also Second Chronicles, chapters 21 and 22. Um, remember, they, uh, the, the chroniclers uh, focus more on the southern kingdom than the northern kingdom, um, and so we kind of combine those at, at times. But we, uh, if you remember, we spent a lot of time talking about King Ahab and his wife Jezebel in the northern kingdom, how bad that they were. Um, th- that's gonna, the, the end of that line is going to, to be a major focus, uh, today. So in chapter eight of 2nd Kings, uh, verse 16, uh, we see, uh, Jehoshaphat, um, the king of Judah has, has died and now his sons are going to, you know, start, Taking uh, place, and the son that uh, that comes is uh, Joram, um, and it says, uh, "Let's see. Uh, he was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. And he walked in the ways of the king of Israel, just as the house of Ahab had done. For the daughter of Ahab was his wife, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord." Um, so. What you have is King Ahab is uh, infecting even the southern kingdom. So King Ahab's daughter um, is now married to, to Joram, uh, um, and uh, Atalia uh, is her name, um, and uh, Joram does a horrible job, kind of follows in the path of his father-in-law, um, not his father, um, and the the, the, the power of influence and who influences you um, is so important. And then uh, we get to uh, chapter 20 or verse 25 there of chapter 8. It says um, uh, Ahaziah uh, begins to reign in Judah. That is uh, Joram's uh, son. Um, and of course, his mom is Athaliah. Uh, that is uh, the daughter of Ahab so there's a connection uh, there as well so that gets us to second Kings uh, chapter 9 and this is Jehu is anointed king of Israel Elisha um, remember we talked a lot about Elisha last uh, week um, he he is called by God to go um, and uh, to anoint Jehu as uh, the next king of Israel. Jehu's main role is to punish the line of Ahab. Uh, It says, thus says the Lord, I have anointed you king over the people uh, of the Lord over Israel, you shall strike down the house of Ahab, your master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, the blood of all the servants of the uh, Lord, and at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab all the males in Israel, both uh, bond uh, from Ahab and uh, both bond and free. So I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Uh, the dog shall eat Jezebel on the plot of ground at Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. (laughs) That was the messenger who was giving that, that message. And it's like, okay, it's, it's time, time to get out. (laughs) So Jehu is now anointed King. And, uh, there, there is a current King, uh, of, of Israel at this time. It's still Joram. Um, who remember? He is uh, his mother is the daughter of Ahab, so uh, he is uh, con- connected. Or, I'm sorry, he's he's in the line of Ahab. He's Ahab's son, and so Jehu uh, goes and confronts him. And uh, it's kind of interesting, you'll read there starting in uh, verse sixteen, seventeen, 17, uh, there of chapter 10, or of 9, and and what what's going on is Jehu has kind of approached the city, uh, and Joram uh, sends out his messengers to say, hey, are you coming in peace? What's going on? They knew that there was uh, obviously tension building, and uh, Jehu would say, what have you to do with peace? Turn around and follow me. That's what he would say to the uh, messengers. When the messengers, they realize, um, you know, the guy that we're following is not good. It kind of appears that this Jehu may be uh, uh, taking power, so they actually would join Jehu. And uh, and so after about the third one of these, then Jehu, um, as well as uh, he is with uh, the king of Judah, uh, Ahaziah, who again Ahaziah is related to Ahab. Um, so they are there together and Jehu confronts them, um, and Joram, you know, turns around to flee and it, man, it's it's just fascinating. Some people don't, they, they don't like this stuff in the Bible, but this is real life. Um, and you know what, when punishment comes, it's not. It's not always pretty, um, says, then Joram turned around and fled and said to Ahaziah, treachery Ahaziah, now Jehu drew his bow, bow with full strength and shot Joram between the arms and the arrow came out at his heart and he sank down in his chariot. So, uh, yeah, did pretty good. And then they just threw him off to the side of the road. This is, this is the King of Israel. Jehu has now, uh, exacted some revenge. Um, and then, uh, same thing with Ahaziah of Judah. So Jehu, not only does he kill the King of Israel, he kills the King of Judah. Um, both of who were tied to the line of King Ahab, uh, and Jezebel. So, uh, Very much, uh, God's vengeance, uh, is being taken on those who were so evil. Now, then we have Jezebel's violent death. Um, I, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to find, you know, feel too much, uh, sympathy for Jezebel. Um, she, she tries to, she stays kind of in the top of this tower, um, tries to proclaim peace, right? You know, and, uh, isn't it amazing that the people who, um, are the, (laughs) to exact the least amount of peace whenever they're cornered, they call for peace. Uh, But that wasn't going to happen. So Jehu just looks up at the window uh, where she is at the top of the tower. He says, who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. Then he said, throw her down. So they threw her down and some of her blood splattered on the walls and on the horses. And he trampled her underfoot. And when he had gone, he ate and drank, and then he said, go now, see if this accursed woman, and bury her, uh, for she was a king's daughter. So Jehu was actually going to bury her, so, but when they went to bury her, they found that no more than her skull and the feet of the palm of her hands uh, were left, because they had been eaten by dogs. Um, just, oh, and of course, remember that goes all the way back, Elijah made that prediction, uh, Ahab didn't like that. Uh, Jezebel certainly didn't like that, they tried to kill Elijah. But it, sure enough, it came true. Jehu's work was not done. Chapter 10, he kills 70 sons of Ahab. Ahab was a very busy man, um, but all of his sons now are, are killed. Um, uh, Ahaziah's brothers are killed. That's in Judah. Uh, the rest of Ahab's family, all the worshipers of Baal uh, are killed. So vengeance is, is taken out. Um, and this again this wasn't all that uncommon in that that culture um, but uh, but jehu was truly took his calling very seriously um, and wiped out uh, all remnants of Ahab um, it says uh, verse 29 of chapter 10 says however Jehu did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam who had made uh, Israel sin. That is from the golden calves who were at Bethel and Dan. And and the Lord said to Jehu, because you have done well in doing what is right in my sight and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart, your son shall sit on the throne of Israel for the fourth generation. But Jehu took no heed to walk in the law of the Lord God of Israel with all his heart, for he did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, who had made uh, Israel sin. So it, this is kind of an interesting reality and a tough one. You know, sometimes we think that the people that God uses uh, are are always uh, righteous and humble and walking with the Lord. Well, you know what? I, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Uh, Jehu, um, that was that was not who he was. He did uh, what the Lord called him to do, but then he did not walk with the Lord. Uh, he he kind of. Picked and chose what parts of of uh, God's desires and God's decrees that he followed, and you know, before we get too hard on Jehu, maybe we should look at ourselves. Do we do we pick and choose the aspects of God's word that we like that are we're comfortable and we follow those and uplift them, but we don't acknowledge the others? Um, yeah, something we should be thinking about. So Jehu. Um, is it now uh, passes away? Now, I want to jump to Second Chronicles. So, Second Chronicles um, 21 and 22, this is kind of uh, mentions uh, what Jehu did and how it impacted the kings of Judah. Remember, the chronicler is much more interested in Judah, um, and uh, so it, it does. Uh, bring that out. It says, Joram reigns in Judah. Talks about how Joram um, did not follow his father, uh, but that he uh, followed um, more uh, from Ahab, because again, he was married to Ahab's daughter, um, and uh, I, I love this in verse 20 of chapter 21 of uh, Second Chronicles, he was 32 year- two years old when he became king, he reigned in Jerusalem eight years, and to no one's sorrow departed. <laughs> so when he died, uh, nah, no one No one cared too much. To no one's sorrow, he departed. Uh, Then we have uh, uh, Ahaziah uh, reigning in uh, Judah. Remember, Uh, his mom is Athaliah, um, and Ahaziah is is killed by Jehu, um, along with uh, the the northern king, King Joram. Um, And uh, and so that actually opens the way to Second Kings chapter eleven, where Ah Ahaziah's mother. Who again is related is the daughter of King Ahab. She actually assumes the throne uh, of the kingdom of Judah. Um, now, this is something that you don't hear a whole lot of, right? Um, that a woman is is now assuming the the control in uh, Judah. Um, you know culturally women definitely had a, a you know were subservient um but within the Jewish people and we've talked about this before uh, god's word is very progressive in its view of women, um, and and it seems that the people adopted some of those as well. Now, the problem the, the thing that we don't uh, we don't we don't hear many people elevating uh, Athaliah uh, as the first king uh, or queen, excuse me, queen of Judah, is because she was horrible. Right? Um, hate to break it to you, but both men and women can be just as evil right uh, if we don't follow the lord uh, uh our sinful nature uh, will lead us uh to uh, to be siding with those things that are against god doesn't matter if you're male or female and so w- one of the the worst queens uh of judah is uh athalia and uh she actually um began to try to wipe out all of the Davidic line remember the Davidic line is is who the kings have everyone that uh, that has been a king of Judah has been part of that line well she is not and remember she's part of Ahab's line she starts killing uh, all the uh, possible heirs to the kingdom that are part of the uh, uh, Davidic line and so uh, there was a, a young uh, a, very new uh, baby born named Joash, um, who was the son of, of Ahaziah. So he, he was the, the son, he was in the Davidic line, um, but uh, he was stolen away um, and hidden um, in a bedroom so that he was not killed. Uh, he was uh, kept in hiding for over six years um, while Athaliah reigned uh, uh, over the land of Judah. Um, and then you have Jeho- Je- Jehoiada, um, who is a, a priest who basically starts a coup against the queen um, and gets people to support uh uh, this This new uh, child king and and so uh, Joash uh, actually becomes uh, king at a very young age. I believe he was eight. Um, and then at that time um, they confront uh, Johida the priest commands the captain of the of hundreds of the officers of the army and said to him, "Take her outside. this is Queen uh, Athaliah. Uh, take her outside under guard, and slay with the sword whoever follows her." Um, for the priest had said, do not let her be killed in the house of the Lord. So they seized her, and she went by the way of the horse's entrance into the king's house, and there she was killed. Um, and then Jehoiada uh, made a covenant between the Lord, the king, and the people. And there was a there, uh, Joash was seven years old when he became king. Uh, and then there began a movement back towards God. Uh, chapter 12, Joash repairs the temple. The temple had basically been allowed to just uh, begin to crumble. Um, Thought this is kind of interesting. Joash said, uh, you're gonna, uh, all the money, uh, that is, is given, um, to the priest, that those are supposed to be going to you to rebuild the, uh, temple. Um, well, after the 23rd year of his, of King Joash, uh, the priest had still not repaired damages to the temple. It's, it's nearly like, um, organized institutions and governments aren't necessarily good at fixing problems. Just leave that there. But so King uh, Joash sees this and you can tell is like, What, what is going on? It says, why have you not repaired the damages to the temple? Now, therefore do not take more money from your constituency, but deliver it for repairing the damages. Uh, the priest agreed that they would neither receive more money for the people nor repair the damages of the temple. So it's like, okay, priest, you're done. You're ridiculous. You're only in this for yourself. Um, and so then there was private money that was began to, to come in and the temple started to get repaired. Um, we, we're going to read, for next time, we're going to read more about Joash, um, and so if you'll start reading Second Kings 13, um, we'll go th- probably 13, let's see, 13 and 14, yeah, there you go, Second Kings 13 and 14, but also... Uh, second Chronicles, uh, 23, 24 and 25. So second Chronicles 23 through 25 and second Kings, uh, uh 13 and 14. All right. We'll see you on Thursday. Have a good week.